The thrill and excitement of March Mania is here, and DraftKings Sportsbook, one of America's top-rated sportsbook apps, is giving new customers a shot to turn 5 bucks into $150 instantly in bonus bets with any college basketball bet. You can find all the lines and available odds, of course, at the DraftKings Sportsbook app. North Carolina listeners, don't forget, DraftKings Sportsbook is now live in your state. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code SBNFL. New customers can bet 5 bucks to get $150 instantly in bonus bonus bets only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code SBNFL. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 8778-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash bball for eligibility, deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. All right, Buffalo Bills fans, welcome to the latest episode of Breaking Buffalo Rumblings. Anthony Marino here with you once again. Wrapping up the 2020 NFL Draft for the Buffalo Bills, and we've got three additional picks for the team. Need to recap with you before we uh, we wrap things up for the day. So uh, it's been a, certainly an interesting day for the Buffalo Bills. I think as you go through with some pieces, right? I think many of us you you looked at certain positions that they might be targeting in uh, on day three, right? And as we go with it, maybe they went in a couple of different directions. And uh, one of those, I think, there were a lot of fans. Right, clamoring for the Bills to add some competition at kicker, and they did that in the sixth round with uh, Tyler Bass from Georgia Southern. And you know, of course, as you go into this, you're not doing too much work on kickers heading into the draft. But I think there was a lot of speculation that the Bills might look to provide some competition. Right? We think back to the 2019 season. Uh, Stephen Hauschka had some struggles. Uh, he had a, a much better second half of the season than he did first half of the season. Uh, and we all remember when the team put in a waiver claim for Chase McLaughlin, who ended up going to the Indianapolis Colts. But the Bills investing right pick 188 in a kicker, Tyler Bass from Georgia Southern, turned a lot of heads at the Senior Bowl by all reports. Jim Nagy, the director of the Senior Bowl, rave reviews for Bass. And uh, if you find his uh, his Twitter page and you look at some of his kicks, I retweeted one on my page at Anthony Marino on Twitter. And it, basically, he nails a standing still 50-yarder and a one-step 60-yarder. Uh, he was talking to members of the press of the Buffalo media earlier today and shared that he kicked a 71-yarder. It might have been wind-aided, he said, yesterday practicing. So when you think about that, right, think about that big leg and what that could mean uh, for the Bills at kicker. Again, by no means does this mean that Stephen Hauschka's time is done in Buffalo, but with that being said, Hauschka, a savvy vet, right, has had a, a stellar NFL career. But at this time, when you get in a position, and we would see it, uh, especially in the 2019 season, where maybe the Bills would be in position for a 51, 52, 53-yard field goal, and they're not even going for the attempt, it seems like Hauschka maybe has lost a little bit on his leg. Maybe it was, you know, being banged up, some nagging injuries, these pieces. But the kicking competition is certainly going to be something to watch in the draft in Buffalo not in the draft, in training camp. Sorry, draft's still on the mind, but Tyler Bass coming in. I certainly would encourage you to check out his Twitter page. Uh, again, I think there's some some very interesting uh, kind of videos that he's got there kind of highlighting 
what he has done. And, uh, and he is at tbass underscore xvi. So check it out. And again, it's, uh, it's on my Twitter page. If you want to go check it out at Ant Marino on Twitter. So with that being said, right, you move forward. The Bills had two sixth round selections and it uh, picked 207. The Bills went with another wide receiver. And this was a guy that I had done some homework on leading into the draft. I thought if the Bills decided to, uh, again, not address the wide receiver position early, they might look at someone like Isaiah Hodgins from Oregon State. And here he ended up being the pick at 207. Stands six foot four, brings more size right to the Bills. But everything that you read about this player, everything that you see, right, he's got the size and he has fantastic hands. No dropped passes during the 2019 season at Oregon State. Uh, targeted 12 times in the red zone, 12 times he caught the ball, nine touchdowns on those 12 catches. And you just look at it, highly productive in his time at Oregon State. Have seen a few comparisons on Twitter, guys even saying like, hey, with him in Buffalo, how does he compare to somebody like David Nelson, right? You remember his time back in uh, the early 2000s with the Bills and, you know, a bigger slot receiver that maybe can spell Cole Beasley when needed, maybe can be a red zone target for the Bills. And again, right, I'm tempering my expectations here. I realize he's a six-round pick, but everything that you read, all the tape that you see, the highlights, all of these things, and I realize as you go through it, right, the highlights are going to show the best of the best. But with him being 6'4", having those sure hands, um, I think it will be interesting, you know, not just for him to make the roster. Of course, we – you know, we look at it, but how does he compete with somebody maybe like Duke Williams, maybe like Robert Foster for one of those final roster spots? Six foot four. Uh, and again, you, you look at it right. Even this this past season at Oregon State, 86 receptions, almost 1,200 yards, 13 touchdowns. He's coming to Buffalo to hopefully add some depth to the wide receiver position, at least to provide some competition throughout training camp this year. Now, the Bills had one seventh round pick. This they acquired from the Minnesota Vikings as part of the Stefan Diggs trade, right? And with that, they decided to go with a cornerback. And in the cornerback, they selected Dane Jackson out of the University of Pittsburgh. And with all of this said, right, I mean, here's a guy, at least from, from what I'm seeing, Sal Capaccio was certainly impressed by him uh, in his time at the, the Senior Bowl. Um, maybe not the most gifted athlete, plays hard. Uh, at least from the sounds of it, this is a guy that may transition to play in the slot, maybe give some competition to Taron Johnson, but also probably a candidate for the practice squad as well. Uh, I myself was a bit surprised that the Bills did not address cornerback until the seventh round. I think for so many of us, right, we had conversations around guys like Bryce Hall from Virginia, seeing him as a third round target. There he was with the fourth round pick at 128. Bills decided to pass as he continued to slide. Um, other names that were out there, right? Just cornerbacks seemed to be one of those pieces, and there was a lot of speculation leading up to the draft where many of us said, I might be uncomfortable with the Bills and the long-term plan right at cornerback too. But when you take a look at the, uh, the Buffalo Bills, maybe they're not as concerned. And maybe it's one of those things where it's just a three-man competition with Levi Wallace trying to stave off Josh Norman and E.J. Gaines, certainly if E.J. Gaines can stay healthy, um, that will be interesting there. If Josh Norman can regain any form of his form that he played at, you know, with under Sean McDermott in his time with the Carolina Panthers. And, of course, we got to remember Levi Wallace just entering his third year in the NBA. I'm curious to see what kind of improvement that he can really show here 
as well. So the Bills, you know, not doing anything at cornerback until the seventh round, pick 239 with Dane Jackson. And with that being said, the Bills 2020 draft is over. It's in the books. Um, Probably the most surprising thing that happened with the Bills, there were no trades made by the Buffalo Bills. And I think that was kind of a bit of a foregone conclusion, at least for myself, right? You thought that Brandon Bean was uh, certainly uh, the type of guy, right, that was going to wheel and deal, maybe not move up from pick 54, but maybe at 86. He talked about that yesterday and maybe that he, you know, thought about doing it for Zach Moss, but didn't need to. I certainly thought he was in the fourth round. That did not happen. When that didn't happen, I thought for sure it was going to happen in the fifth. And then after that, it just seemed like the Bills were destined to just stay where they were. So for me, that was certainly a surprise. I think so many of us at BuffaloRumblings.com thought for sure there were going to be some moves made by Brandon Bean. You know, and now at this time, right, you start to look forward to um, undrafted free agency, right? With that being said, uh, I'm sure the Bills, at least if my memory is correct, they've got about 12 or 13 spots to fill when it comes to their 90-man roster. How many undrafted free agents they add? Uh, you know, I'm guessing probably somewhere in the neighborhood of 9 to 10. And then maybe they look at some of the free agents that are still available um, across the NFL at this time. You know, as you look at the entire draft for the Buffalo Bills, right, I think when you come away with it, at least as a fan, and I know there'll be other recap podcasts going through everything with you, but, you know, when you think about it, right, they needed to get younger at defensive end. They get A.J. Epinesa, who many thought would be drafted either late in the first round, early in the second round, and he slides to 54, and they get him to come in. Then you're talking about running back two, They need an upgrade there over T.J. Yeldon, especially to fill the void left by Frank Gore, someone that's probably going to get in the neighborhood to, I don't know, maybe 100 to 125 touches as a rookie. Zach Moss comes in with a third-round pick and love what you see there with him joining forces with Devin Singletary in the background. Of course, we talk about the Bills. They still have an opportunity to add depth at wide receiver, and they go ahead and do that with Gabriel Davis from University of Central Florida. Isaiah Hodgins from Oregon State. Again, impressed to see those two guys come in, look to see what they can do. They certainly add an element of size, but I would say no guarantee of either of them making the roster, but providing competition, especially for guys like Robert Foster and Duke Williams. And let's see what those battles look like in training camp as well. Many Bills fans clamoring for a kicker. The Bills go ahead and did that with Tyler Bass and maybe a depth piece at cornerback with Dane Jackson from the University of Pittsburgh. So with that being said, it puts a wrap on the 2020 NFL draft. Uh, Of course, with so much going on in our country and in the world right now, who knows when the Bills will get to training camp, what the season will look like, all of these pieces. But of course, we've got these newest members of the Buffalo Bills and excited to learn more about them uh, in the coming weeks, right, as we get ready for the season, whenever that may be and whatever that may look like. So um, and obviously want to just thank everyone for tuning in to all of the podcasts this weekend, uh, everyone visiting buffalorumblings.com for all the great coverage there. But I mean, so many guys, right, not just at our site doing great work, but you think across all of the Buffalo Bills sites, the beat writers, everyone putting together great content, um, guest hosting on different podcasts with each other, doing some different work back and forth. And, and you just look at it and You know, so many people being stuck at home. The draft was something we had to look forward to. And I am (laughs) surprised to see, I guess I shouldn't be, but those guys at the Draft Network, they already have the 2021 mock draft simulator up and running. So 
I guess if we're waiting for live sports to come back, that'll give us something to uh, to kind of tide ourselves over. So I'm going to wrap things up right now. That puts a wrap on all of the picks for the Buffalo Bills. I will do another podcast once it looks like things have settled down with the undrafted free agents for the Buffalo Bills. So that'll probably hmm, thing maybe sometime Monday or Tuesday. So just uh, keep it locked. And of course, we'll get that to you as well. So thanks again for tuning in. I appreciate all the support from everyone. And as always, go Bills. Take care.